Have you ever sat around and thought to yourself, where can I go to find a good podcast to listen to? Well, never fear. Head on over to the Podbean app and search for Movie Guys Podcasts. There you'll find the unofficial hub for the Be Real Podcasting Network. You'll find great shows like Hey, I Like That Game, the Movie Guys Podcast, and this little dandy for your distraction. Just head on over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. I got a philosophical or philosophical question. Philosophical? Yeah, I flubbed the philosophical. I got a philosophical question for that's you. That's what we waited sir. for. That's you were going to hit play and go with that. Yes, okay. that's All right. what I was going to go, and I flubbed it up. Uh, I got a philosophical question for you. Yeah. Real quick, okay. You know the twenty items or less aisle at say Walmart or any other grocery store that exists ever. Uh, the express aisle. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah, you know, twenty items or less. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. If you have more than twenty items, say you got twenty five or twenty six, you feel you you should still go through that aisle. I don't, man. You don't. I don't. The, it clearly says twenty items or less. If I have over twenty, you know what though? There's been times where I've counted. I fucking counted each one, and I'm like, oh, twenty four. <laughs> oh, gotta go, gotta go to a different aisle. I think I think most people would say that. Now here comes here comes a confrontational dilemma. If you saw somebody that clearly had more than twenty items, would you confront them? Let's say you had twenty items and you were going through the line, but somebody was ahead of you and they had say thirty, forty, fifty items. Clearly 50. clearly they were overdoing it, they just got in line. Employee's not going to say anything. What does he give a shit? He, he didn't get paid to make confrontation with the customers. Would you, They're right in front of you, wasting your time. Would you say something to that person? Would you say, um, this is the express aisle. Aha, that's the thinker. I don't think... Man, the stinker. If they were just over by a few, I probably wouldn't even be paying attention. But to have 50, more than double... And I realize it, and I'm being inconvenienced because of their blatant disregard of the rules. Then, yeah, I might say something. You'd go judge dread on them. I am the law. Uh, I'll show my badge. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I typically don't go through those aisles. No, mm, no, really, I don't. See. I would answer the question, but it's not really a question for me. I use a self-checkout. so mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like the self-checkout. I always struggle with it. Plus, I want to give it an actual person st- a job. I still don't fucking understand how you... Once again, it doesn't take any jobs away, but I still don't understand how you struggle. It doesn't take any jobs away. It I does. still don't understand... Pretty soon, it's going to be all automated. It's no, be- it's not because there's going to be people like you that are still going to want to use the regular checkout, so it's not all going to be automated. There's people like me in the state of Oregon that want to use a gas pumper, and they're not going to. I'm telling you, it's all going to go automated eventually. But there still Until has I to be can an, still use somebody, I'm not going There still has to be an attendant there to help out anybody with those registers. There's still somebody there in case they need to uh, use their little badge thing or whatever. And once again, it does. It hasn't taken any jobs away so far because they still have the same amount of aisles open that they would have had if there were 30, 50 fucking registers there. Well, you're talking about Walmart, and Walmart sucks. I hate Walmart. And they do that. They have a whole front of the store 
aisles as far as the eye can see, and they have like three or four of them open. Like I never, even when they're busy, they never. Yeah. They, because Walmart is are greedy capitalist assholes, and they don't want to pay people to be there. My mother-in-law works at Walmart, and sh- they cut her hours to part-time so they don't have to give her benefits. That's how shitty Walmart is. So, I hate Walmart. You're using them as an example. But there's a lot of other grocery stores around here that you walk in. They don't have as many aisles as Walmart, but you better believe they have mall staffed. At least most of them. Yeah. I still don't, I still don't understand how you cannot use the self-checkout. Like, I've how used, used it before. But like, I just understand how you have a problem with it. I've used it before. I choose not to because I want to use a human being. I want to give that human being my business. If everybody was like you and started using the self-checkouts, Adam, places like Walmart would not open it. They wouldn't hire as many people. They wouldn't employ they don't as, many as many people. They don't employ as many people now. But they would do even less. They would have zero. Telling you, I don't like the self-checkouts. You're, you're allowed to, Adam. You're allowed to like the self-checkouts. <laughs> and I'm allowed to not like them. I'm... My... my the whole gun, the whole gun argument. Not going to go into this, but uh, how are you going to g- relate these things? It's something. That, it's something that, loosely related. I was talking to my brother-in-law, and you know, I'm not a gun fan. I own two guns. I've been hunting. I've been shooting. I was a member of a sportsman club when I was younger. And guess what? My well, my grandpa, two of my grandpas, my uncles, all big sportsmen. They all used to take me do it. So I know what I'm doing. I never liked it, even when I went all the time. It just never clicked with me. I never enjoyed it. So I was debating guns with my conservative brother-in-law the one day, and he loves guns. He was talking about, he's like, he said to me, how do you not like guns? Have you ever even shot a gun? And I said, yeah, I used to shoot guns all the time with my family. Then I don't understand how you don't like them. I looked at him right in the face. I said, do you like rap music? Which I know he doesn't. He hates rap. He goes, no. I said, I do. I enjoy it. And I know you don't. And guess what? You're allowed to not like it. I'm allowed to like it. Same thing with guns. You're allowed to like them. And I'm allowed to not like them. That's the way of the world. You can like self-checkouts. That's oh, fine. you're bringing it back. I was, I was wondering where you're going that's, with this. Cause... That's, that's fine, Adam. You can like self-checkouts. You're allowed to. I don't have to. And I don't, and that's okay too. Well, I mean, to use your to use your 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 phrasing, you kind of compared apples to kangaroos there for a second because I, love I saying didn't that. because I didn't say why don't you like using self check as I said I don't understand why you can't why you say you're incapable why you say you have so I, much I trouble can. I can. because I've used them before because every single time you're like I hate using those things they I always do. give me so much trouble every they time do. I do it and I'm like I don't understand how I've never I once. don't like using them they do give me trouble. But that doesn't mean I can't do it. I just choose not to because I don't like it. And that's all I have to say about that. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo today. Yeah. You know what we did on Cinco de Mayo, Scott? What did we do? Uh, we went to the comic book store. We went to the comic book store. Why did we go to the comic book store, Adam? Because it's free comic day. It's free comic day. I love Free Comic Book Day. I think we talked about Free Comic Book Day one whole year ago on this show and how much I loved it. And I said to you then, next year you're coming with me. And I and I did. You came with me. I did. I, I came to the comic book store. I'd never been there before. 
Um, Shout out to it, Benny's Comic Books in beautiful downtown Sharon for hooking us up. It, it's got it's got a, a little nice, nice little selection. Not gonna lie, way smaller than I thought it was gonna Fucking be. Fucking so small. It was dude. honestly it's like so small. It was kind of a shack. It, it was, was almost a shack. A shack. So there was a there was nice a, people. Nice people. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice people. If you want to get some comic books in here, go there. It was kind of a shack. Yeah. The the guy who owns the comic book store in The Simpsons. It's yeah. the same guy who owns this comic book store. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. There was no i I kind of didn't want to stick around to look for a little bit because there was almost no room to do anything. Worst comic book store ever. <laughs> okay, sorry. It, it, it looks just like him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very small. There was a lot of being free comic book day. There was a lot of people there. We had to like wait at times to like move around the the two little aisles. And... Yeah, there's two tiny. Yeah, like there wasn't even enough room. Like at one point, I moved past you because I was looking at one end, you were looking at the other end. So I was like, I'll look at your end. We'll just switch, and you you look at my end. And I moved past, and I swear your dick rubbed against my ass, and I was like, that's it's a little weird, but okay. Hashtag me too. Me too, Scott. I feel sexually harassed by you. Um, it's okay, we were in Benny's. <laughs> it's okay if you're in Benny's. It's okay, I understand. Um, but no, it was it was it was fun. It was it was good. It was it was a nice little thing. A lot I, of stuff. There's a lot of clutter. There's a lot of clutter. It's really hard to find anything in there because yes. literally everything is in a box that you have to look through. Yeah. And I'm like. I kind of wish there were walls. There were some walls, some stuff on walls, but I was like, I kind of wish we had like aisles and walls to kind of like look through. But that would require a bigger store. A much bigger <laughs> so, store. So, what'd you get though? So I got a few. Um, you got more than the free. You got you paid well, for. Well, how it worked was, uh, I don't know if it's like this everywhere, but at Benny's they had oh geez, they probably had twenty five, thirty different comic books laid out that were part of the free, I'm using air quotes, comic books. And you were allowed to get four for free. Any more on top of that, they were just a buck each. Yeah. So reasonable. I, I ended reasonable. up getting six, so I paid $2. The ones I received, I don't know if we got we got any of the same or not, but... We got a, we got a couple of the, the same. The ones I got... I got The Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. We'll get into this in a little bit here, but yeah, I got I got an Avengers comic. Um, on the cover, we've got Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man. I'll post pictures of these. Yeah, they're standing there in the center of the comic book, and facing them looks like we've got. Oh, it's hard to because I'm looking at the back of their heads. Look like maybe Black Panther, Doctor Strange. That's either She Hulk or Gamora. I imagine it's. Probably Shield. Okay, right there. That's Captain Marvel. I don't know who that is. Is that supposed to be Ghost Rider? Or... Yeah, I think that's Ghost Rider. Who the fuck is that? Okay, so that's that. Flaming Head. That's got to be Flaming Ghost Rider. Head. Flaming Head Man. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> the mightiest of all the Avengers, Flaming Head Man. <laughs> all right. So I also got this one. This one looks kind of funny. It looks kind of Tim Burton drawn. I don't know. It's called Howard Lovecraft. The Big Book of Summer Fun. And it's got this really creepy looking kid. And standing next to him is Cthulhu. Cthulhu. And uh, that's funny. Yeah. It's, it's Howard Lovecraft, so I'm guessing H.P. Lovecraft as a young child. 
My, I, I imagine. So check this one out. See what, see what that's all about. I also got this one called Invasion. Are you familiar with any of these? No. Okay. Invasion. So we've got like a giant Independence Day spaceship with octopus tentacles, and it looks like it's destroying a major city. Oh, is that Captain Canuck? This might be Captain Canuck. There's there's a superhero who's in like a mech suit holding with two like Kmart lightsabers. Looks like yeah. I'm I'm gonna hand it to Adam. Does that look like Captain Canuck? I don't know who Captain Canuck is. You don't know who Captain Canuck is? No. Imagine Captain America, but in Canada. See, I was looking at it across the table. I th- I thought it was Iron Man at first because it looks like an Iron Man suit. So is yeah, it must be Captain Canuck because he's Canadian. It's Captain Canuck. Yeah, I open the cover, a... and there's a dude with a big-ass maple leaf on his shoulder. So, so I'm in- interested to read that now, because last free comic book... Dude, Trump is in here. Trump is in there? Fucking Trump. Ugh. Dude, Trump is Trump made an appearance in fucking Okay, invasion. we got we to show pictures. Of... So I last year, for free comic book day, I got the Captain Canuck comic. So... All right, on to the next one here. Yeah. A couple more here. I've got... Uh, James Bond, 007. What's that word? Varger? I think so, Varger. Varga. 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 So it's it's an Ian Fleming. It says, by Ian Fleming. So <clears throat> I wonder how many hashtag MeToo's are going to be coming out of that book. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, I think Money Penny's black. Oh, she is in the new movie, too. Yeah, she is, in the okay. Daniel Craig one. So Yeah, okay. So anyway, there's that. I got this one. It's called Berlin. Berlin. And it's a work of historical fiction. I kind of like historical fiction. Yeah, it's usually pretty entertaining. There's no color. That makes me angry. It's like a newspaper. It's like funny looks. books, yeah. Yeah. But Berlin. We'll see how see how that goes. And my last one. Transformers. Unicron? Yeah, Unicron. I thought when I got it at the store, I thought it said unicorn, <laughs> but it doesn't say unicorn. It says unicron. Yeah, it's unicron. Unicron. <laughs> Is he like a Decepticon? He's like a world ending. He like devours planets and shit. Yeah, that's unicron. That's he like eats planets and stuff. He's oh, like shit. a he's like a planet sized transformer almost. Transformers so. more than meets the eye. So the movies suck. I oh, hate yeah. all the Transformer movies. There Cartoons are good. I loved Transformers as a kid. I played with the toys. So I picked this one up. I figure, why the fuck not? I'll give it a chance. So there we go. And two more honorable mentions I'd like to bring up. The ones you um, paid for? There's a couple. I got, uh, I got these, these ones. ones I got yes. these ones signed. There was Chris Yambar. He is a uh, author. He happened to be... I saw him today at a different place. You weren't with me when I saw him. And... Um, he actually is a writer and an artist for The Simpsons, which oh, I that's thought interesting. which I thought was kind of cool. And he yeah. had his comic books there for sale, and I bought one. It was five bucks, and he got a free one with it. The one I bought is called the Fire Breathing Pope. That's a weird title, and it's it's got a pope on it, and he like smokes cigars and eats habanero peppers. Looks like he got punched in the eye or something. Yeah, he's kind of dopey looking. It looks like funny book, comic book, like a newspapery. Yeah. 
And then the one I got for free is called Faith, the P- Warrior Princess. And I was leafing through this one. It looks kind of neat. There's a place called Meniopolis where everybody's mean except for a family. <laughs> Meniopolis. Meniopolis. <laughs> so I got those. I'm going to check those ones out. And these ones I actually got signed by Chris Yambar. That's cool. So I got them autographed by him. So what'd you get? Um, I don't have them in front of me. I just got the four. I didn't pay for any. I got the Avengers one, too, so I'm going to go through that. I got the Guardians of the Galaxy, the new Guardians of the Galaxy comic book. Um, I picked up a Ghost in the Shell comic book because I was a big fan of the anime, and I want to see how that is. And then I got a Attack on Titan comic book. So I didn't see the Guardians of the Galaxy one. It was in the box, the one that we were like, oh, they had the ones that were displayed and it was in the box that we were looking through. The, I think you, didn't you get it last year? I got one last year. Yeah, so it, it was in that box. Okay, okay. There was, there was a few of them in there. Okay. But yeah, I, I, got, I got those ones, so I'm going to look through those ones, probably some, during my downtime this week, so. They're good, they're real short, they're good, like, if you're, if you're in the market for, hey, I want to start a new comic book series, which I always am. I'm not reading one right now. So if I read one of these and it just like blows my socks off, then I'm like, oh, I want to I want to totally get into this. Last year, the one I loved the most was the Star Trek one I got. Yeah. Called Mirror Mirror, where it was like an alternate timeline of the next generation where they were like pirates in space. And it was the coolest thing I ever read. And I never got any more to... I kind of want to. I went down the rabbit hole. I looked up like Wikipedia stuff because I, I didn't really want to buy them, but I was like, let me just kind of see the story and see if maybe I want to get into it. And I kind of went down the rabbit hole of like taking a look at the story of it and some of like the interconnected story. And it's like Riker's like an enemy of Picard, sort of. They're like rival captains or some shit like that. And I think actually Riker is captain of the Enterprise and Picard is not. I think he's captain of the Stargaze or some shit. And. I, I don't know if Captain Picard ever takes the Enterprise from Riker or whatever it is, but it's like a federation where it's like, Cap, in order to, like, progress, you kind of have to, like, move your way up by, like, killing or some shit like that. Like, you kill your leader. It's like you kill whoever's up above you to take their place. So, kind of thing. Very cool. Yeah. Um. So, that was Comic Book Day. Comic Book Day. Comic, I can't wait till next year. Can't wait. <clears throat> We saw a movie we did. this week, Scott. We did? It's a movie that some people were looking forward to. You know, it, was, it came out. It got some hype. Um, I know it was a movie we, we, we had to see. It was, what's it called? Oh, it was Infinity War. We did. We saw Avengers Infinity War. Yes. And... We are going to talk about it for basically the rest of the episode. That's basically what this episode is going to be, is 40 minutes of just non-stop Infinity War discussion, speculations, what we liked about the movie, what maybe if there was any points, things we didn't like about the movie, uh, plot, story, character development, all that kind of bullshit. And for those of you that may or may not have seen it, it's going to be a pretty spoilerific episode. Yes. And for whatever reason, Adam, we saw it, I guess it technically wasn't opening weekend because we saw it on Monday. Yeah, it was the... So, like, it came out Friday. <laughs> it was a Monday after. Movie Monday. We saw... It came out on Friday. Well, Thursday at, Thursday night at midnight. 
So, and we saw it on Monday. So we didn't see it opening weekend, but we saw it fairly soon. And I've been wanting to talk about it, but everybody, no one I know has seen it except for you and me. And we went together. Yeah. So, like, I've, I've really needed to talk my feelings through this. But everybody's like, oh, don't tell me about it because I want to see it. I just suck and I haven't gone yet. On one end, it's like I understand that. But on the, on the other end, I'm kind of like, it's Infinity War. Like, if it was any other Marvel movie, I'd be like, okay, I get it, you haven't seen it yet, blah, blah, But This is, like, where everything's been leading up to this. It's, it's been leading up to this point, and how have you not fucking seen the goddamn movie yet? This is... Like, the, seriously. This is the culmination, ten years, of the MCU. Yes. We've been waiting for this since Iron Man in 2008. Yeah. This is the moment we've all been waiting for, and I've been looking forward to this for a long time, so... I wanted to make sure we went, like, right away. To start off, we're going to real quick talk about the numbers, okay? Talking about numbers. Right now, currently, Infinity War stands all-time domestic gross number 38. That's just within a week now, so it's been about a week. It's been one week. About that, yeah. And they've made domestic $369.7 million. Do you have a budget? What was the budget? I I haven't seen the budget. It's like I'm I'm on a uh, boxoffmojo.com and I can't see a budget for Infinity War. Let me see if I can go to like their initial thing. I'll load that up. But worldwide, worldwide, currently Infinity War stands at. Let me see if I can find it here. It's right. Oh, there it is. It's number thirty-five at worldwide nine hundred and seventy-four point six million. So they're almost at a billion dollars within a week. One billion dollars. Yes, one billion dollars. Um, that's insane. That's insane. So, so I'm trying to see if I can find what the budget was to make the movie. Pro- uh, nope, it's apparently not available. It's currently not available what the project budget is, at least on this website. It's a pretty reliable website, so I'm sure it's somewhere else to be. Let's just say it was a lot. It's a, Yeah, it was a lot. Like I'm, I'm sure they've made their money back. Let's let's just say that they they must have made their money back by this time. But it's insanity the amount of money they've made. But what did you what did you think of the movie, Scott? What have you thought of the movie? Let's just give a broad, quick fire review of your quick your thoughts, and we'll go into detail. I gotta tell you, I think I loved it so much. I loved it so so much. It might be number one. On my all Marvel movies list. I, I, I might put it at number one. And I needed to take some time to reflect on it because I didn't want to go fully off of emotion. But, yeah, I think it's I think it's my favorite one. I have to concur with that thought. Okay. I think this movie was so incredibly amazing. And what was really cool about this movie was the fact that they had almost almost every single marvel character superhero involved there was a few left out a few left out we answered some questions for us yes um but despite the fact they had almost every single marvel superhero involved everybody got enough screen time and it wasn't overwhelming and i'm surprised at that all right so i know you mentioned it in the intro how we're going to do some spoilers here but I'm just going to throw this out there because you have to. If you're listening right now and you have not yet 
seen Avengers Infinity War. Adam and I, we both love it so much, and we want you to love it. So I don't want to spoil it for you, because there are some pretty decent spoilers that we are going to discuss here. So what we're going to need you to do is hit pause on your device right now and stop listening to us. I know, we don't want people to stop listening to us, but you need to. Pause it. Go get in your car and drive to the fucking movie theater right now and watch it. If and after you see it, then press play and listen to the rest of this. If you've not seen Infinity War yet, your priorities are fucked up. They honestly are. We'll give you a moment. All right, welcome back. Wasn't that great? Yes. It was amazing. Okay. Let's just start off real quick. We'll start off with the beginning. Start with the beginning. Jumped right into action. It fucking just started. It, like, it, it didn't waste any time. There was no dicking time. around. Yeah. They weren't diggling the balls a no. little bit. They, they went there was, right, there was, right down yeah, in there the There was mouth. no foreplay needed, okay? It's Zero. Like they we un- had 10 years of foreplay ahead. They've unzipped their pants, and it was just hard. <laughs> just hard. We were ready for this. Yes. We were ready. There was We were ready to perform, and... They, it started. It starts with, it starts at the end of Thor Ragnarok with Thanos' ship attacking the Asgardians, and I thought what was really curious about it was Thanos basically said that he was going to kill half the Asg- that he killed half the Asgardians. I think it was Thanos or Thor. One of the, one of the, somebody somebody said that that he was killed, Thor's mo. Yeah, he would kill half of a, of a race. <laughs> yeah, half of a population. Thanos, Thanos is mo. What did I say? Thor. Thanos. Thanos's what he, what he would do. We'll get it. We'll get into his motivation. Right. But what he would do is he but, would kill half the race on a planet and then move on. And his idea was he killed. Apparently, he supposedly killed half the Asgardians, but all the Asgardians were on that fucking ship, and he blew the fucking didn't, ship. Didn't up. they have a second ship? I thought they had a second ship. No, they were on the they were on the one ship. They all had one ship. This, the second the ship that they all got on was the ship that. Um, Fuck, Loki brought whenever he he remember at the end of Thor whenever he met up with the uh, gladiators and they all got on that ship. Loki brought that ship back to Asgard, and that's the ship that all the Asgardians got on. I think the ship you're thinking of is the party ship. Yeah, I think that might be the one that you're thinking of, and the, and that got destroyed. So I don't know. I thought there might have been a second ship because we know that Thanos only kills half. Of the population. So, my question is, where was the Valkyrie? Yeah. The, where was Korg? Krog? What was yeah. It? He was hilarious. Like he, he better not be dead. But That'd they be... didn't show him dead, so yes, he's still alive somewhere. My guess is escape pods would be the only answer. There, he lets some escape pods go. So, that would be my, my only assumption. But, like, he, he Valkyrie can't die because everybody loved Valkyrie so much. That the gladiators can't die because he's he's a fucking lovable goof. So anyway, you know who they did kill? They killed fucking uh what's his name? Shit. Heimdall. They, they killed, killed Heimdall. fucking Heimdall. Idris Elba. Yeah. yeah. But I had heard that he kind of wanted to <clears throat> Yeah, he was sick get of out. I mean Idris Elba is doing amazing things. He is a great actor. He's amazing. And Heimdall, as much as much as he's a fan favorite and everybody loves Heimdall, he's not an integral part of the MCU. I mean, he, he, he kind of became part of it in Thor Ragnarok. He kind of he kind of evolved as a character and became a really before he was just like the gatekeeper. 
sort of. He was the bridge handler. Right. Now and then he became kind of in Thor Ragnarok. His character kind of evolved to the point where it's like everybody loved him even more. But he's it, dead now. It answered though a really important question that we wondered about in the trailers: How the fuck did the Hulk get back to Earth, and why did he fall into Doctor Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum? And we figured it out. Heimdall used his last bit of energy to open the Rainbow Bridge and zap Banner back to or zap Hulk back to Earth. Why? I don't know. Like, why did he just take Hulk back? Why couldn't he, you know, zap Thor back too or whatever? I don't know. But he chose to send Hulk back. I don't know if maybe that was just a lot like a writer plot where it's like, we got to figure out a way to get Hulk back to Earth and he'll just do that. Yeah, but, I mean, it was amazing to see. I think I said this during the movie. Uh, Hulk was there with them and Hulk was fighting Thanos. Fist and, to fist. And Thanos was beating the shit out of Hulk. Yeah. Like, Hulk was going to get killed, which, can he die? Apparently he can. He seemed like it. He was about to die, but so Heimdall sent him to, back to Earth because I think Heimdall was like, "Oh shit, Hulk's gonna get killed here." Yeah. So. Well, it's like the funny thing about it is Thanos took Hulk on fist to fist, just face to face. He only had one Infinity Stone, and he didn't use it. It's not even like he used it. He just went fist to fist with him. Like it was funny at first. Hulk was like whooping his ass and stuff like that, and Loki, the greatest fucking line and. They're not the greatest line, but like just a great start to the movie where it's like Thanos is talking about like what he has and stuff like that, and Loki's like, "We have the Hulk," and then Hulk just bursts out from the shadows and just starts pinch punching him and shit like that. And then the, like the wizard, the child of Thanos, that was like the magic person, he just held back everybody's like, "Let him have fun." And that that moment, you're like, "Oh shit!" Like here we go. Somebody else was killed in that scene at the beginning. Yeah, I'm surprised. And I'm very... I I love this person, and I'm sad to see him go, Adam. Fucking Loki. Loki was also killed by Thanos. And it's not like he was, like, stabbed, and it's like, oh, it could be an illusion. No, fucking Thanos choked him out and broke his neck. Mm -hmm. But what was really cool is Loki had the last word, though. He's like, no matter what you do, you'll never be a god. It's kind of wrong, but... Like, I, I thought that was really cool. It's like Loki went out with dignity. So. Yeah, and it, it sucks because I love Loki. He, 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 I liked him better as a villain, though. We saw his evolution. Like, he's more of, like, a good guy now. Like, he helps Thor. He did in Ragnarok. And he started to, in the middle of this, he tried to stab Thanos. But Thanos was able to stop him and then kill him. So. Yeah. So, Loki has definitely evolved as a character, no question about that. Especially since Avengers 1, Loki was working with Thanos. Yeah. So, Loki's gone. Loki's dead, too. Yeah, Asgardians are dead. Heimdall's dead. Should we do? Should we? Should we keep it running tally? I guess we should. So we're on. Okay. We're on uh, two right now. We got Loki and Heimdall dead. We're just gonna keep it running tally. Major characters. We're not gonna. We'll we we we'll decide at the end. You know which one could be considered Avengers, but we'll keep running tally currently of uh, Rowan. So we got Heimdall. We've got Loki. Okay. Um. It's really cool the way they brought the Avengers on Earth together. Because when Thor, or when Hulk, crashes into Doctor Strange, which I, I, I'm still a big Benedict Cumberbatch fan. I love Doctor Strange. One of my favorite characters in the MCU currently. Uh, you see Doctor Strange and Wong 
just like having a conversation about what kind of takeout they were going to get yeah. in the the sanctum in the, in New York, and all of a sudden, Hulk crashes through the ceiling into the stairs of the sanctum, and Wong and Doctor Strange are like, "What the fuck is this?" And you see the the Hulk slowly change back to Bruce Banner, and yeah, the the words Thanos. Thanos is coming. Yes. And it's, it's fucking amazing. What I really love about this movie, too, is it doesn't waste a lot of time on exposition. It wastes almost no time. So, like, uh, Banner gets caught up on a lot of things that are going on, that have been going on. Because he's been in space for, like, after Avengers 2. So, there's been Civil War happened, all this other shit that happened in the MCU. You don't have to sit there and listen to the exposition. It's more like a cutaway where it's like Banner gets confused about something and they kind of cut away. And then it's like all of a sudden Banner understands like, wait, this happened? Are you serious? Like, I can't believe it. And then blah, 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 blah. It wastes no time like that. And that's what I really appreciate about this movie. Again, I say I I sound like a broken record. They don't need to do that. Yeah. They've had 10 years of this. So it's time. It's go time. Yeah. And normally in these movies, it's like, oh, we're going to have like, you know, 20 to 30 minutes of, you know... Uh, Banner trying to explain to Doctor Strange who Thanos is and what happened on the ship and oh I worked with the Avengers we need to find a man named Tony Stark he w- we got to get Iron Man blah blah do you imagine that would be like that in this movie but no it's like five like five minutes later cuts to Tony Stark and uh, Pepper. Pepper in the park jogging and then all of a sudden Doctor Strange fucking portals his way and he'd be like Tony Stark we need your fucking help and just drags him in the portal. And then it skips all that exposition of, you know, Tony's like, tell me his name again, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well, now he knows about Thanos. Yeah, I mean, it cut to, like you said, it, it cut to Tony and Pepper going for a jog in the park. And they're, you know, doing what they always do, like the little flirty bickering that they constantly have done for 10 years. And they're talking about, hey, you know, hanging him up, hanging up the iron suits like they always do, and starting a family, and... Yeah, oh, this is a cool scene. This is nice. And then all of a sudden, the portal opens, and it's like this Kate Wilden motherfucker just comes out. And and Tony doesn't know Doctor Strange. No, they've, they've never met. They've never had contact before. So he's kind of like, "What the fuck is this? Is this somebody I'm going to have to fight again?" But then Bruce steps out from behind him. He's like, "Hi, Tony." He's like, "Oh, hi, Bruce." So then he goes with them. Yeah, he steps through the portal to the sanctum, where. Doctor Strange was well aware of Thanos and the Infinity Stones. I mean, he yeah. has an Infinity Stone. Yeah, he's got the Time Stone. Doctor Strange has the Time Stone. And he knows Thanos, and he knows what he's been trying to do. So he kind of, like, reveals the plan to Tony about what's going to happen. And as this is going on, then what happens? Fucking it, Thanos' children just fucking descend on Earth. He's there. Like, there was there. no time. Like no sooner could Doctor Strange finish explaining the story to Tony Stark as poof, they're fucking there, and there's fucking devastation and just shit Instantly. blowing up and everything. Instantly. They're like, what the fuck is going on? And just like in <coughs> Avengers One, there's a freaking space aliens coming and attacking you right in New York. There's a really cool dynamic in this movie also where Doctor Stephen Strange and Tony Stark are both alpha male. They're both alpha males, and neither one wants to let up. Tony being one of the one of the two leaders of the Avengers, him and Captain America being one of the two leaders, tells Doctor Strange, take the fucking stone and get the fuck out of here. We'll deal with what's going on. Just protect the stone. And uh, Doctor Strange looks at me like, you're not my fucking boss. 
Like, you gotta tell me what to do. Like, I've got, I, I, I'm protecting the stone. I'm gonna fucking protect the city, too, while I'm fucking at it. Like, it's, it's just weird. It's this dynamic they have throughout the entire movie where it's like, I'm not listening to you, Tony. I don't know who you are. I'm fucking magic. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, anyway, like, it, it breaks into this. Thanos' children come down. They descend onto Earth. And there's this really cool uh, moment where it cuts to the Spider-Man scene. where It, comes it cuts to, to a school fucking, bus. Yeah. A school bus driving on the bridge, and it's it, it was like the it was like the first real laugh you have in the scene because fucking Peter goes or pats Ned on the shoulder. He's like, Ned, you need to create a diversion. He looks over. He looks at the way. He's like, We're all gonna die! Oh, oh my god! Die. <laughs> Ned's one line in Avengers: Affinity yeah. War, and it was a big hit. But before that, one thing I wanted to mention: a cool thing that we actually saw in this film that we hadn't seen in Homecoming or. Civil War, the spider sense. Yes. You saw the spider sense work. We know the other iterations of Spider-Man. We know how important his spider sense is. It's one of the important things of his superpower. He's sitting there on the, on the school bus just like every other day, and you actually zoom in and show the hair on his arms stand up. And he looks at it. And then he looks over out the window and sees the alien spaceship portal-y thingy, whatever it was there. And that's when he, he's the first one to realize it because of his spider sense. And that's when he says to Ned what you yeah. said. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make one quick comment about the spider sense thing, though. There was a lot of criticism, I guess, from what I understand of Homecoming and stuff, where it, they didn't really show the spider sense a lot. They didn't really, like, harp on it like didn't, previous uh, Spider-Mans. Yeah. I'm in the same nature of, like, the Uncle Ben idea of, like, I know he's got the fucking spider sense. I don't need a close up on his right, skin or goosebumps. Like I don't fucking need it. I get it's cool to see it. Though. It's cool That's to see it like once, but I don't need to see it like in the previous Spider Man. But anyway, we're not we're, we're not gonna try to like go through the entire movie because this is a two and a half hour long movie. We can't. We're gonna try to cover as many important plot points as we can. It's gonna be really difficult, but like I said, if you haven't seen the movie, you sh- you should know what's going on. If you're listening to us without seeing it. Don't. One important thing. The next scene, though, is kind of important. Mm-hmm. So the fight rages on. There's two, two, one, two, not three, not four, two children of Thanos that are fighting there. And it's Doctor Strange, Wong, Iron Man, because Tony, of course, hits a button and he was fucking nanobot, nanobot yeah. suit, nanobot now. suit. Yeah. So uh, uh, Spider Man shows up. So he's helping fight. And the last person helping the fight is Bruce Banner. Yeah. You heard me right. Bruce Banner. Yeah, remember remember we said Bruce Banner, not the Hulk. Beca- and he tries a couple times. Tony even makes a comment with him. He tries to turn into the Hulk, but the Hulk is afraid. He won't fucking he come out. He won't come out. He stays inside Bruce because he's afraid that he almost got killed for the first time in his existence from Thanos. So, Bruce is basically useless. Yeah. So, and that's important. It's, it's because, an incredibly important Because, plot here's point. a spoiler, the Hulk does not make an appearance the entire film. Despite what you saw in the trailer when they're running through the forest on in Wakanda, and you've got Captain America, Black Panther, and all the Wakanda warriors, and you see Hulk in the background running through the forest, that scene never fucking happens in this movie. It never, never. happens yet. In this movie, I said. In this movie. Yes, it never happens in, part in this movie. part one. Part two might 
technically still be the same movie. If it, I don't know if it's going to be called this, but if it's called Infinity War Part Two, then it's is it technically the same movie? Just a different part. I think. I think at the end of the movie, the after credit says Thanos will return in an Infinity War. I thought. I thought that's what it said. It didn't say Avengers. Said Infinity War. I think it just War. said Thanos will return. Did it? I yeah, could be wrong. I don't okay. Know. Anyway, yes, Hulk m- never makes appearance again. So, what I want to talk about, I did something I disliked. I thought I was going to like it, but I disliked the use of it. I disliked the Iron Spider. I didn't like it. Really? I didn't like it. Here's why. Because the Iron Spider, there's the suit that he was supposed to get at the end of Homecoming that Tony made for him. He gives it to. Spider-Man, as they're blasting off into that spaceship because Doctor Strange is kidnapped because uh, he's got the spell on the Infinity Stone and he can't, can't be removed without it. But he gives him the Iron Spider. And my problem with this throughout the entire movie is it does all these cool things where it shoots out these little, you know, metal uh, leg things that kind of help him out and kind of do all this stuff. Actually has spider legs. Yeah, like little spider legs. It looks cool. My problem with it is... He's not controlling the fucking suit. It's just automatically doing it for him. It's like an AI robot that Tony has doing all that shit. It's helping him out. It's not like, you know, Spider-Man's not doing anything. But I just have a problem like... I don't know. It, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I would have preferred if he was going to get the Iron Spider to get it sometime in the future. But like... You know, we'll we'll cover that later. But I just didn't I just didn't like the way that it was like, oh, you know, it's a perfect suit that's gonna react to, you know, save his ass left and right. It's like, oh, he's gonna fly out of the fucking ship. Oh, this leg is gonna come out and catch him so he can't fly out and he can pull himself back up. It's like, well, it kinda takes the suspense out of it when it just does it for him. See, I didn't mind it. I actually thought it was okay. I kinda liked it because <clears throat> it looks cool. It, it it you you see how like Peter was in his regular Spider-Man costume, the same one he had in Homecoming, the same one he had in Civil War. It's the same one, the same suit he had. But the the Iron Spider, as you're calling it, he needed it because he was going out of the sources, out of, excuse me, out of the atmosphere where he couldn't breathe. You saw him having yeah. trouble to breathe. He needed that iron suit to help him breathe. So I don't. I, it was it was necessary. I I think it's not necessarily the suit that I hate. It's all the capabilities of the suit that I hate. The fact that it could do all so much. Well, a lot of fucking good it did. Well, yeah, but still. We'll, we'll anyway, to, we'll get to that. Anyway, he has no and control over that. What what happened next? Who who do we get introduced to next? Uh, next we get introduced to we've cuts to what is it? Fucking Berlin, England, whatever. It cuts to. Oh well, yeah, yeah. There's a whole sequence with Thor. The Guardians of the Galaxy are responding. Yeah. <laughs> The Guardians of the Galaxy are responding to a distress call, and they arrive, and they see all the Asgardians and the ship that blew up and everything, and Thor hits the windshield, and his fucking eye opens up, and they pull him in, and there's there's a whole extremely funny sequence that happens between Peter Quill and Thor when, you know, obviously, Chris Hemsworth is this massive muscle, just god-looking individual and he's got this authoritative voice cool did you just change your voice yeah quill you know, no i didn't this makes, is how i talk makes his voice deeper and talks like thor and stuff like that to get authority but anyway they they have their own sequence where they explain stuff and then thor blasts off with rocket because thor wants to get a new hammer he wants to get a new fucking weapon built so he where can they fight go Thanos. they go to i can't remember the name of it I can't but either they, yeah but they go to the dwarves 
The dwarves. The dwarves. They go to the dwarves, which is which is a thing. I I read a little bit of Norse mythology, and that's actual thing in uh, Norse mythology was dwarves made Thor's hammer and stuff. Like they they were the ones behind it. And what's really cool about it <clears throat> is there's only one dwarf left because Thanos, Thanos came kills and them all. like kills you them said all. he doesn't he doesn't kill everybody. Well, yeah, but he didn't kill half of them. He killed well. almost all of them except for one. But he killed left one. And who is it? Peter fucking Dinklage as the dwarf. <clears throat> but what's it's, unique about these dwarfs? He's a fucking giant dwarf. Like they're like <laughs> they're like dwarf. twenty feet tall or some shit. Like fifteen, twenty feet tall or some shit oh, like that. He's huge. He's they're enormous. Huge yeah. fucking dwarves. And they go. They have to go through this whole sequence of you know bullshit where they restart the sun so they can you know forge the new hammer for Thor. While this is going on, the guardian, the rest of the guardians are. Trying to go back, I think they go back to uh, nowhere, right? That's what it's called. Nowhere, nowhere. yeah, which where, we saw in the first Guardians. Yeah, where where the collector, is. the collector, Benicio, and, and we get the first we get the first image of something that's really cool about the Infinity Gauntlet: the illusion power. Thanos has already been there, decimates the entire place, but you don't know it yet because he's using the power of the stone to create an illusion. Now they never show how he got the first stone, but they talk about it. He. Uh, uh, what's the planet called in Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, oh, the uh, the oh yeah, Nova yeah. Core. The Nova Core. Where, where the Nova Core are at? Yeah, uh, Nova Prime. Yeah, he apparently just went to Nova Prime and killed half the people on the planet and took the fucking Infinity Stone. They don't show that in the film. They're just like, oh, by the way, he did this. Yeah, and you're like, what? Okay, wow. Okay, well, they're a lot all, of fucking good. It was giving it to them. They're dead. Yeah. So, but yeah, good job saving everybody. All the Guardians and the Ravengers, and good job saving everybody. A lot of good it was. A lot of yeah. good it fucking did. Yeah. Now they're dead. A lot of good it was also for Thor to give it to the fucking Collector to protect, because just Thanos went over there and decimated the entire yep. fucking settlement and killed the Collector, apparently. Uh, allegedly. We don't know if he's actually dead, but I assume he's dead. And, yeah, so now he's got that stone. He And he kidnaps fucking uh, uh, Gamora. Kidnaps one Gamora because you know it's his daughter, it's his favorite daughter. daughter, his favorite daughter. Kidnaps her, and then Quill's all pissed off, and God, he, fucking Quill, yeah, fucking Quill. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. But fucking Quill. Um. Anyway, so basically, the Avengers are all separated. We got Thor with Rocket. We got Gamora. You know, Rocket off with and Groot. Well, Rocket and Groot. Groot. Yeah, that's right. Groot was with him too. Groot, Rocket, and Thor go off to get a new hammer or something. Yeah, yeah. the Guardians, the, the rest, rest of the Guardians, they they go to Titan so they can take out Thanos and rescue Gamora. Freaking uh, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, and Spider Man are on the ship after they take it over, and they're on their way to Titan because that that's where the that's you know the fucking autopilot or whatever. They were gonna turn it around, but you know I I don't know. I question. Who, which one, was it Doctor Strange or Tony that said, let's just go to Titan? Like which, you said earlier, they were both kind of alphas. They kind of both agreed. They, they were like both well, on board. Well one, well, one one disagreed and the other one didn't. I think it was Tony said, let's take the fight to Thanos. And Doctor Strange was like, that's a fucking horrible idea. That's a terrible goddamn idea. And then Tony convinced him with like, it's better to like... Take it to take it to to fight him, then take it back to Earth with everybody else. And he's like, "All right, fine, let's do okay. it." Okay. Here's um, my question, though: Is Titan a planet, or is it the Titan that we know of that is the moon, the largest moon of Saturn? Yeah, I was curious about that too. I'm assuming not. 
So for all we know, the, the like the Titans, like the species that Thanos is, are like billions and billions of years old. So maybe at one point. I don't. The, I don't think it is. You don't think it is? No. Because I kind of want it to be in our because solar system. Th- that'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be cool. cool. But we would have known about it. Would we have? Because we, we have can, we been to Titan? No, but we can. We have telos. We have uh, satellites and shit like that. We've got fucking the Hubble telescope. You can't tell me it can't couldn't have seen something on Titan like that. No, I think it's. Just, I think it's just called. I think it's a planet off in the off in the distance, and it's called Titan because. Thanos called the Mad Titan. Let's call it their, well, their the race. race the race of the Titans. Titans. Yes. So yeah, I think it's just called Titan. So, Which what happened to it? It was decimated. Um, Overpopulation. Let's, let's, get in, let's get in. Let's get into Thanos's. Uh, what do we call it? Plan. Let's go. Let, let his idea. Okay. His ideals. His his uh, philosophy. The for method to his method. Madness. Method to his madness. Let's get into his plan. He's not. He's doesn't kill indiscriminately. He doesn't do it. Basically, his whole motivation, and what's really, really cool about this movie, and I didn't expect it, was we go in-depth with Thanos. He's not just some random Marvel villain that we kind of know his backstory a little bit. Like, he's been cameos for six years, and now we know well, about him. He, we go into depth with him almost like he's a fucking Marvel regular MCU character. Like, we know his, we find out his history, like, what, like, his origins. What drives we, him. Exactly. Like, he, and it's not even just like we see a flashback. He tells the Avengers this. He fucking tells them, like, his story about what's going on. And what he tells them was his plan was gripped with overpopulation and they were trying to find solutions. And he was the only one that was like, I've got a solution for you. We kill half the population. We don't we, we do it at random so nobody has you know get any influence over it. it randomly decide he's like the rich the poor the young the old we kill indiscriminatory yes and we mm-hmm. kill half the population that way the resources will be enough to uh, keep the rest of us alive and obviously they didn't like that so. no one liked it that's why they called him the mad titan because yeah. everybody said he was crazy and he was like and what happened ended up happening what ha- what I said was going to happen happened and I, they. Titans destroyed themselves, basically. Mm-hmm. So everybody was dead. He's the last. Yes. So that's been his. He's mi- the last that we know yeah, of. Yes, that's been his mission, basically, since then. Is he wants to take out half the universe, to half the population of each planet of each race, so that the resources of the universe can continue on for the people that are left. Like that's his whole method. That's his whole idea. And it's different than the comics and it's different than, you know, the cartoons, stuff like that you watch. Because in the comics and the cartoons, the reason why he wants to kill and do all that stuff is because he is a, he's in love with death. Death is a character in the comic books and he has an obsession with death. And so he wants to kill as many people as he can. To win death's favor. Yes. And that that's his whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think... It's a better character development for me in the MCU than it is for that because it almost makes you feel for Thanos. It almost he's a villain, but he's not evil. He thinks he's doing the right thing. Like he's he he thinks that what he's doing is good for the universe and he's willing to he he even like he he doesn't want he doesn't even he doesn't want to kill people. He feels like he has to. Even when there's a moment when <clears throat> they're fighting Thanos and you think Tony Stark is about to die. And he stabbed and he stabs him and he's ready to kill him. And he said that he respects him. He says he respects him as a fighter. He respects what he does. And he hopes that everybody remembers him as who he is right now because he's going to fucking kill him because he can't, he can't let him stop him. 
So there's like there's these moments that Thanos has where he doesn't want to do some of the things he does, but he does them anyway. And you see that especially with the Gamora scene when we go to when he goes to get the uh, the, soul the soul stone. And who fucking what? out of left out of fucking the outfield just fucking who do we see? Red skull, red fucking skull, like a fucking specter. Just we have not seen him since Captain America: The First <clears throat> Avenger. Yeah, where he was the main antagonist, and he was great. He was yeah, he was he really was really great, great in it. And we all assumed he was dead. I mean, I knew he wasn't dead. Well, good for you, fucker. I, well, I, 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 why hadn't we seen him in this long? But he's. It turns out he's on. Like he wanted to collect the stones too, apparently, or whatever yes. kind of bullshit, and. He realized he ended up realizing he can't he can't get the soul stone. He can't fucking get it. Like he's he's there as like a guide or something like that or like a advisor. Like a, the keeper. Yeah, like a keeper of the area and mm-hmm. he realizes that the only way to get the soul stone is to sacrifice the one thing you love. Mm-hmm. And there's this moment where Gamora's laughing at him because like you don't fucking love anything. You can't even get it. You can't even do your things and he starts you see Thanos cry. Thanos is fucking crying. And Red Skull's like, he's not crying because, you know, he missed, he, he, he can't accomplish his goal. He's crying for what he has to do. And he fucking tosses Gamora off the fucking ledge. Let's add Gamora to our list. Gamora, get added to the list. Fallen soldiers. <clears throat> Unfortunately. Yes. And, um. So Gamora's dead. Gamora's Gamora dead. is dead. She, you see this her body. Important. You see her body lying at the bottom of this ca- of this chasm, and it's incredible. Then Thanos has his weird vision or whatever, and then he wakes and then he wakes up like away from the mountain, and he's got the soul stone in his hand. So he adds that to the list. So now he's got he's missing at this point. I think he's missing just two stones. He's missing the time stone, and he's missing the one that Vision has. The mind stone. Yeah, the mind stone. Yes. So. <clears throat> He has the Power Stone, yeah, which was the one that was in Nova Prime. Yes. He has the Space Stone, which is the one that he took from the, the tes- Asgardians. Yeah, the, the, te- tesseract. the Tesseract, which we did we mention the Tesseract was on Loki, Loki. had. It. Yeah, he took it after He took Thor it before Asgard, Asgard was destroyed. So he got the the Tesseract which had the Space Stone in it from Loki, and now he has the Soul Stone that he got from Red Skull. For yeah. killing Gamora, and he actually did love Gamora. He did. Yes. He it was his daughter. It was his favorite daughter. His, his favorite, favorite daughter. daughter. And there's this there's a sequence where we see the origin of Gamora. We see how Gamora, you know, came to Thanos. I thought it was a very interesting because he could see the fire in Gamora even as a child, and he chose to spare her. He went to her home world and does what he does and killed, killed half, half the population, yep. including her mother, and took her and. <clears throat> decided to raise her as his own. Yeah. Because she had had an impact on him somehow. Yeah. yeah. And and the reason why this whole thing happened was Gamora knew the location of the Soul Stone. And the reason why Thanos could convince her, we forgot to mention, was um her sister's name. Nebula. Nebula made an, another appearance. She's also in this movie and she tried to kill Thanos and Thanos caught her and he's been torturing her, basically. Yeah. Like immensely. It was it's insane. But as much as Gamora and Nebula have tried to kill each other over the past couple uh, Guardians of the Galaxy films, 
they are sisters and they came well, up in, in the same situation. In Guardians too, they reconcile. At the end, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did reconcile at the end. But it, it, you thought she was joining the Guardians of the Galaxy, but somehow between the end of Guardians Volume 2 and this movie, she left them to go off and... Well, she left them at the end of Guardians 2. I thought she stayed with them. I, 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 no, she left. She took okay. one of the pods uh, and left them. After they, they had one, Gamora and her had one final moment, and she took the pod and left. She, she took the ship and left. And she tried to assassinate Thanos. According to Thanos, she almost succeeded. So she's been getting tortured. While Thanos is getting the Soul Stone and takes Gamora there, she orchestrates an escape, and she ends up going to Titan. Because she wants to wait for Thanos to try to kill him there. So while the, all this is going on, the Guardians meet up with the Avengers that are on Titan. So Spider-Man, Iron Man, and Doctor Strange. And they try to formulate this plan to try to catch, to try to get Thanos. When Thanos returns to Titan, they try so, to have this So plan. right now, let's, let's do the list. We've got Iron Man, Doctor Strange, <coughs> Spider-Man, uh, Star-Lord, <coughs> Drax. Yes. Nebula, Mantis. Mantis. Yes. Am I forgetting anybody? And no, that's it. That, okay. That's all. That's on. Th- so that, those... That's the gang. Seven of them. Yes. Are on Titan, waiting for Thanos to come. And back. Rocket, Thor, and Groot, Groot are, are with, with the dwarf trying to create the new hammer. While this is all going on, everybody else is on Earth, and through a series of events. Vision gets damaged, just and they find out about Banner tells them about Thanos and what's going on, and uh, Vision makes a decision to st- destroy the stone, and the only person that can do it is the Scarlet Witch because she's got weird powers. Who the fuck knows why? A cool scene, a cool scene worth worth noting was when you see uh, Colonel Rhodes <clears throat> sitting in the Avengers headquarters, and he's talking to one of the assholes and the uh, government and who walks through the door old cappy the captain america vision scarlet wish uh black widow and falcon yeah falcon is that it yeah they come in the door and these we're not they're not speaking terms like they had they had fallout from civil war yeah and bruce banner's there with colonel rhodes and that's what they kind of like say. Okay, we still got beef, but we we got a pro we got a mutual problem. Well, Bruce here. Banner came in with Captain America because he was the one that called Cap. Remember, he took the phone from Tony. Remember, Tony had the flip phone. Mm-hmm. Tony had the, he had a, he had a weird flip mm-hmm. phone at the beginning and it had Captain America's number in there. He had dropped the flip phone and Bruce Banner picked it up. And Wong after Doctor Strange was taken and kidnapped, and Tony and Spider Man went to chase him down. Wong was left on Earth, and he said, "The Sanctum has no protector. I'm going back to the Sanctum. What are you? Go, gonna, right. What are you going to do?" Tony, uh, Banner was like, "I'm going to call a friend," and he has a flip phone right. in his hand. Right. He's the one that called Captain, but he didn't come in with them. Yeah, he did because he, remember the whole scene with Black Widow and Bruce Banner when they saw each other for the first. Oh, time? Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. Falcon, Falcon. He was like, there. This but is he had, awkward. He, was, yeah. he, he was, called them to come yeah, there, okay. but he You're said, right. "I'll You're meet right. you here." Yeah. You're right. There's a lot of stuff in this movie. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's a lot to take in. Yes. Anyway, that's beside the point. So basically, Rhodey uh, cuts off the cuts off the general and basically says, "Fuck it, we're all we're, we're all one Avenger group." Okay, it doesn't uh, matter if we separate. We're all one Avenger group. So 
Vision is damaged because they had a the, him and Scarlet Witch had a fight with two of Thanos' children. And yeah, what's really interesting, I think, in this movie, and I pointed out to you at the end of the movie, was despite the fact that Thanos' children were all defeated, they were never defeated on a one-on-one match. No. It took multiple Avengers to defeat one child of, of Thanos. And I thought that was the most interesting thing. So Vision is damaged. Vision, this fucking all-powerful robot god, is fucking damaged. Right, and they know, because of this previous attack, they know that they're coming back, and what they want is the Mind Stone, which is in Vision. And that's why Vision said, you need to sacrifice me, because as long as they don't get this stone, Thanos will never get become a god and kill half the universe. Captain I have a question. Captain Mer- well, before you do that, Captain America says, that's not an option. We're not sacrificing anybody. But anyway. Right. The the Boy Scouts. Yes. You know, Captain America. Always got to do the right thing. But <clears throat> I, have, I have something that's, that's bothering me. So Scarlet Witch is powerful enough to destroy an Infinity Stone. Yes. She was like the only one that could, right? Yes. It had something to do with the energy that the Infinity Stone... Uh, resonated with and the energy she had see i find that strange because i know there's there's a gray area when, when we talk about scarlet witch because in the comics she's a the, mutant she's a mutant she's the daughter of magneto she's in the x-men universe but as we know at the time which it is now but at the time when they first introduced her in ultron right was it ultron Yes. The end of yes. She they couldn't do that because Disney, the MCU, didn't have the right to the X Men. So they came up with with a, a different storyline where her and her brother Quicksilver were experimented on by Hydra. Yeah. So basically, their powers were man made powers, not X gene powers, like yeah. inherently born with. Completely different. I find that strange that since her powers were given to her. What was was did they use the tesseract to give the powers? I don't remember. I don't think so. How I how can her powers Could be, I don't know. I don't think so though. I'm trying to think how she's powerful enough to destroy an infinity it stone could just, on her. It, oh. But it could just be the combination of her genes mixed with whatever they did to her because when you think about when you think about anybody's powers, I mean, look at Banner and the Incredible Hulk. I mean, the Incredible Hulk is Bruce Banner. They are basically one and the same, essentially, and the Hulk is powerful enough to take on Thor. Thor and Loki and all these other Asgardian gods. So how like how is he and he, he it was he was created through an experiment, a man made experiment that altered his genes. You know, like how, how you could ask the same question, how is how can this man made experiment be able power enough to take on Thor? Like he is. So I just like why didn't Hydra just do this experiment on like fucking everybody if she's powerful enough to destroy because they don't know what they were doing it's why it's called an experiment yeah i just i just i don't i don't necessarily know if i like that that she was the one who could do it well i mean i think they were trying to because i mean in the x-men comics she is that powerful she is extremely powerful and you and you kind of you kind of you kind of get a notion of that in Civil War and stuff like that, how powerful she actually is, and you get a real notion of it, how actual powerful she is in this movie. She goes balls to the wall crazy in this fucking movie with her powers. Um, she was up there the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> well, so basically, what they decide is they need to remove the stone from Vision 
And Banner says, theoretically, we could do it, but I don't have the time or the technology to do it. And Captain America's like, I know where we got to go. I know. Where do they go, Adam? Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. They fucking go to Wakanda. They go to fucking Wakanda. And fucking, once again, the little sister. Princess Shiri. Princess Shiri is like. I love her. She's so fucking good. I love her so much. She's so fucking good. She she scans vision, all this stuff, and just talking to Banner and everything like that. And she was like, well, why didn't you do it this way and stuff? And Banner's like, um. She's basically smarter than Tony Stark and Bruce Banner. Combined. Yes. Yes. And she's questioning, like, okay, well, you, because Banner is explaining how he was created and stuff like that. And she was like, well, why didn't you do this this way? Or why aren't you doing it this way and stuff? And Banner's like, because, um, we didn't think of it. So. so basically, you and I talked before we ever saw the movie, and we were like speculating, "Hey, which Avengers are going to die? Because you know there's going to be some that died." But you and Have I, bo- you and I both said Vision. Vision's got to die because he's got the Infinity Stone. He can't live without the Infinity Stone. According, we were apparently wrong because Princess Shuri tells us, or actually Bruce tells us, you know, he can survive without the Infinity he's, he Stone. He theorizes he can. He's he doesn't part. know. He doesn't know. He's he, He's, he basically says there's enough of because Vision isn't the stone. Vision is a combination of the stone, Tony Jarvis, Tony Stark, and Bruce Banner because and Ultron and Ultron. He's a combination of all five mm-hmm. of those things yes. because Bruce Banner and Tony poured themselves into Vision right. as well. The Mind Stone, Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, Jarvis, and Ultron. So Bruce all come together to make Vision. So Bruce theorizes that if we can figure out a way to remove the stone. Vision, there's there should there might be enough of vision that he could survive. Right. They he just can't do it. So mm-hmm. that's why they go to Wakanda. And no sooner they go to fucking Wakanda than first of all, let's talk about this, okay? We saw at the end of Black Panther. Bucky's in Wakanda. And they right. give him new robot fucking arm, and Bucky and Cap have their own little, you know, meet and greet, blah, 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 all that bullshit. Um, they grab each other dicks, pat yeah. each other on the yeah, butt. Yeah, jerk each other off a little bit, you know, all that stuff. You got the new robot arm? Okay, that's gripping right. Um, <laughs> no sooner do they get to Wakanda, the aliens decide to fucking attack, basically. Because they know, they know the stones in this Wakanda. They try to shoot one ship down into the middle of the city, but there's an energy shield over the city so it, it gets destroyed so they shoot the shit uh their drop ships outside the city and there's this really cool meeting where Captain America, Black Panther and Black Widow go to the bar- the edge of the barrier of the energy field and they have a talk with two of Thanos's uh children and they have a little discussion about is there any way we can end this like non-violently and they're like give us a stone and they're like well we're not going to do that and I'm like all right we'll get get fucked then basically They said said those words, get fucked. Yeah, get fucked. And then Um, they said, all right, we'll bring the pitch black monsters into the deal. And Yeah, they they just open the ship, and they're not soldiers, they're just creatures. They were the pitch black monsters from the Vin Diesel film, which are fucking crazy. Yeah, and they're hitting the barrier, and they're clawing their way through the barrier, but like... It's they're they're really surprised because they're like these creatures they're just sacrificing themselves because they're getting they're getting like their head through the barrier but then the barrier recloses and cuts their head off mm. but they're getting through the barrier slowly and then they real they're just fighting off whatever they can we got Bruce Banner in the fucking Hulkbuster suit because the Hulk because the Hulk won't help him yeah so he's got to actually be the Hulkbuster Good yeah to so see the Hulkbuster again it's really cool so we got Bruce Banner in the Hulkbuster suit we've got. All the Wakanda warriors, along with the other tribes that joined them to fight off this invasion, which is really fucking cool. How great is that other 
I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. but he's he. Oh, they have weird Wakanda names. No, no yeah. racist, but yeah, I'm just they're they're hard for a white dude like me to pronounce. He's like, thank you, brother, for help for coming he to our aid. He did so much in Black Panther. He did so much in this. That guy needs more respect, dude. He is like he. At first, you think he's like a bad guy in Black Panther, but he's actually like he's just like just he's respect like me, just coolest. respect me, and we'll we'll be cool. But they realize that the creatures realize that. They're like going around the shield, essentially. They're trying to, you know, go around the shield because they know they can get through in certain spots. And Black Panther realizes that if they do that, they're eventually going to get to a point where they can get in the shield and be in the city. So Black Panther makes a decision. Open the barrier. That's right in front of us. Open the barrier so that we can take him. And that's when shit gets fucking insane. And it's just all the Wakandans and fucking all the Avengers that are there. Very cool fight scene. Having the, and what's really, what's really, really cool is they, uh, Marvel does, takes care of the little details. We remember in Black Panther, his suit has the ability, if he gets hit a bunch of times, he can, it, co- it collects kinetic energy and he can shoot that kinetic energy out. And you would see when it's doing like an overhead view of like the battlefield and there's no detail, you'll see Black Panther fighting and occasionally this purple, purple, this purple glowy thing will just shoot out and it's the kinetic energy. I thought that was a really, really good detail to add into there. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so that's what's going on. Um, Oh, the girl fight scene was cool. Well, I was going to say, I was say while that's going on, they went back to Titan. Okay. And Thanos showed back up after he got the Soul Stone, and there's something I want to talk about. That there's well, something they, interesting. They, they try to come up with a plan. I like. I just want to talk about this because I loved. I loved this line. Tony's Tony does what Tony does, and he's like, "Okay, I got a plan. This is what we're gonna do." And then Peter Quill goes, "Okay, that plan's okay. The only problem is it sucks. I've got a better." Plan. <laughs> he's like. That plan's good, except for one fact. It sucks. Okay, yeah. I've got a better plan. I love that line. Yeah, it's it's great. Oh, that, this is the part I want to talk about. This is the part I want to talk about. Before Thanos comes, when they're making the plan, Doctor Strange is doing something. Oh, this is important. This is extremely important. Doctor Strange is doing something. You look over, and Doctor Strange is in like a meditative state, the legs crossed, floating in the air. Using his Infinity Stone. It's glowing He's using green. the Time Stone, and his face you can see it shaking it's like fading in and out it's like it's moving real fast like think of the flash and like his vibrating shit it's like moving real fast and stuff and he's like what the fuck are you doing they all tony goes up to him, he's like what are you doing and dr strange said i just looked at every single possible outcome looked in the future and tried to find every single possible outcome of this battle with thanos and tony's like is there any that we win he, he first he's like I looked at like 14 million different possible outcomes. And Tony's like, is anyone? He's like, just one. So out of 14 million possible outcomes of Thanos and this war, only one outcome, the Avengers come out on top and they beat Thanos. Yeah. Uh, That's incredibly important for uh, what we're going to talk about next. But Thanos comes back. They do their little plan. They have this big battle with Thanos. What's really fucking cool is they beat him down. They don't beat him down like physically, but they're able to work together. They have this big battle. They're able to work together enough to the point where their whole plan was to get Mantis on top of Thanos so he can she can use her mind powers to kind of put him to sleep a little bit, kind of lull him. And you've got Doctor Strange restraining his one arm, Mantis on top of him. Uh, you've got Spider-Man and Tony Stark trying to pull the gauntlet off Thanos. And fucking, this is the worst part of the fucking movie because it 
it doesn't make any sense why it happened. It kind of makes sense, but it doesn't. The whole reason why Thanos succeeds and why he gets out of his trance was fucking Peter Quill. Fucking Peter Quill. God, Star-Lord. Because Gamora's with with them, and uh, Mantis makes a point by saying he's grieving because he can feel what he... feel his his emotions. Yeah, and she makes point by saying he's grieving, he's grieving, and it basically comes out that they find out he killed Gamora, and Peter Quill has this big freak out, and starts punching him with his fucking gun. And knocks him out of his trance. Yes, and by the way... Tony and Spider-Man have the gauntlet off. It's, it's like, on his fingers. Yes. And the second he comes out of it, he grips it, whips it back on, and just goes to fucking town. And the most fucking epic scene, I think, one of the most epic scenes in this movie is Thanos gets so pissed off, he uses the power of the gauntlet and rips apart his fucking moon. He rips his moon apart and starts bringing pieces of it down on the fucking Avengers. Oh my god, it, that was so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, he does. But basically what ends up happening is they lose a battle. Tony's stabbed. Thanos beats pieces of his armor off. The nanobots can't reform it in time. Tony gets stabbed into this fucking side or whatever. And he's about to die. And Doctor Strange off to the side yells at Thanos, If I give you the stone, will you let him live? And Thanos says yes. So what does Doctor Strange do? Gives him the fucking stone. Which is stupid. It's stupid. But. But. We'll get to that when we get to the end part, but there's a I I I theorize there's a reason for this. But I do he, too. I've he, been, yeah. he gives him the stone. Thanos takes the stone, puts in the gauntlet, and then warps out. Fucking teleports out. We know where he's going. Fucking Wakanda. Yep. While that's going on, the battle for Wakanda is going, and it's not going well for the Wakandans. What ends up happening in the middle of this battle? All of a sudden. A lightning bolt and a giant rainbow color happens, right? Yes, rainbow colors. Because we find out when Thor's hammer is being made, Peter Dinklage tells Thor it'll have the same powers as Heimdall's sword, which means he'll be able to create lightning or uh, rainbow bridges and teleport places. The Bifrost. <laughs> yes, the Bifrost. It's an axe, though, isn't it? It's, it's not an, a hammer. It's a, it's a hammer axe. There's axe blade on one end and it's a hammer on the other. Okay. So it's, bas- it's basically an axe. Um... In the middle of this battle, when all seems lost, they're getting overwhelmed. There's fucking creatures piling, and they're just this big group of creatures coming. The fucking Bifrost bridge comes down. Thor comes out, and he's got this one line. is like, bring me Thanos. And he fucking goes to town. Is the greatest scene in the movie, I think, when he goes to town. He brings Rocket and Groot with him. Yeah, they, they come with him, and it's... It's the most epic scene, I think. It is the most epic scene, just Thor going insane on these creatures. And they win the battle, but uh, through a series of events, Vision ends up in the forest with fucking Scarlet Witch because he was attacked in the uh, Wakandan city. Um, Thanos comes. Thanos fucking comes. With all the Infinity Stones, sands the Mind Stone. Yes, sands the Mind Stone. And... Before then, before then, they could all feel he's coming. Captain tells tells everybody, on my position now, we've got incoming. This slow motion scene takes place where one by one, Thanos just knocks all the fucking Avengers to the side. Left and right, left and right. While this is going on, Vision convinces Scarlet Witch to sacrifice him and destroy the stone. So she's doing that. While she's doing that, there's that scene, that great scene where Captain just grabs Thanos' fucking hand and just trying to hold him back. 
Thanos is just like, bam, clocks him in the head, knocks him out. Scarlet Witch destroys the Infinity Stone. She kills she Vision. Kills, and Vision. they're like a couple. Yeah, they're like in love, and she kills Vision, and she's upset. It doesn't matter though. Why doesn't it matter, Scott? Oh, that's because the dick Doctor Strange gave him the Time Stone, which he can bend time with. We saw that happen in the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. So what does he do, Adam? He just fucking rewinds time, and Vision comes back. Then he just grabs Vision by the throat, sticks his fucking little two big-ass fucking fingers in his forehead, and just rips out the stone. And Vision goes on our list? Yes, Vision goes on the list. Vision is dead. Vision is dead. (laughs) Did I miss anybody? I I don't don't think we've missed anybody yet. Maybe. I don't know. Um, So right now I have Heimdall, Loki, Gamora, and Vision. Yes, those are the deaths so far. Um... So Thanos puts the gaunt- puts the stone in his gauntlet. He feels the power coursing in him. He's ready to do his thing. What happens up? Ap- what happens next, Scott? Thor. I had to think about it. Yeah. I forgot. No, so many. Thor comes. Thor comes out of fucking nowhere. He comes out of fucking nowhere, flying through the thing, throws his axe at Thanos. The axe blade goes right in his fucking chest. Yes. And Thor goes down there, and he he has this thing. He's pushing the blade in his chest, and he's like, "How does that feel?" Or whatever kind of bullshit he's saying there like that. There's there's a moment. Thanos looks at him. And he said, "You should have aimed for my head." <laughs> Snaps his fucking fingers. Snaps his fingers at him. Snaps his fingers. Okay. Get ready to write here. What happened next? There's. What happened next? There's no words to what happens. Next. There's no words. The gauntlet looks destroyed almost. From what he did, it almost destroys the gauntlet. And he can sense what he did. He can sense he accomplished his goal. And he warps out of there. Obviously, the blade is out of his chest. He warps out of there. And Thor's left there saying, like, what the fuck happened? What the fuck is going on? All this shit. He did it. Thanos wins. He kills Half the universe, and it's half not like the everything. Half of everything, and he doesn't. He doesn't. It's not an instantaneous loss. Everybody that he destroys just fades away to dust. They start fading away. So we start with Bucky. Bucky's the first one we see fading away. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Then it goes through like a series of other people. We've got Falcon. He fades. Falcon. Does Rhodey fade too? I don't think so. I no, think I, 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 don't th- I don't. I don't think he. Fa- I don't no, think he faded. Colonel Rhodes stays. He stays. Um, fuck. Who else stays? Every single Guardian of the Galaxy fades except for Rocket and Nebula, if you count her. I don't. Okay. Not necessarily. So we've got Star Lord. He fades. Drax. Mantis. Mantis. Groot, which that was really emotional scene because he's fading and Rocket is right there, just emotional, yeah. just distraught. Doesn't Rocket say not again? Yeah, yeah. Like, Ugh. like you can't do this to me again, not again. <laughs> and so the Guardians fade except for Rocket, which I'm surprised they killed all the Guardians except for Rocket. But I'm surprised of a lot of things. Yeah. <coughs> our, our Fallen Soldiers list is getting pretty big here. But who keep else, going. Who else faded on Earth? Who else faded on Earth? Blah. That's right. Oh my god, I forgot. Fucking Black Panther. Oh my god, they f- T'Challa. T'Challa is gone. Black Panther. They 
I'm surprised they fucking did Black Panther. Me too. I'm so shocked. Me too. He's fu- Wakanda forever. Not forever. God damn. Black- Waka- Wakanda for one and a half movies. Yeah. <laughs> was, was Black Panther the last one to fade on Earth? Was he the last one to fade on Earth? I can't remember. Because um, so. Banner didn't fade. He's still there. Banner's still there. Captain America's still yeah. there. Thor's still there. Rockets. Rockets still there. Yeah. Black Widow's still there. She oh, oh, Scarlet Witch fades. Yeah, Scarlet Witch. That's right. That's right. She fades. Scarlet Witch. She's I gone. Think that, I think that's it. Um, fast. Let's go to Titan now. Keep Titan. What happens who on Titan? Fa- who fades on Titan? Well, we saw that. We talked about the Guardians. They yes. fade. The Guardians fade, but th- more more than that fades. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange fades. And this is the point I'm getting to whenever I brought up the fact that Doctor Strange openly gave Thanos a time stone. This is my theory. My theory of it is when Doctor Strange is fading, he looks at Tony and says, it had to happen this way. I had to do it. I had no choice. It had to happen this way. And when I was thinking about it, I was like, he's right. It had to happen this way. Here's why. When Doctor Strange was looking in the future and he saw all those different possible outcomes of everything, he said there was one outcome where the Avengers won and Thanos was destroyed and the universe was saved. I imagine he saw the outcome and he saw in this possible outcome that he gives Thanos the time stone. That he does it and all these things are supposed to happen. That's the reason why Doctor Strange doesn't look sad when he does it. He looks at me and says, it had to happen, Tony. I had to do what I had to do. You want to know my theory? What? I I do think that Doctor Strange saw what needed to happen to win, which he realized he needed to give the time stone away to make this happen. I think he needed to save Iron Man. He needed to save Tony Stark. That too, I yes. think Tony Stark is going to play a very important role in defeating Thanos in the future. He needed to live. And Doctor Strange saw that. That's yes, I I do I do believe that because Tony Stark is a mecha- an engineering genius, and he's on Titan right now with a bunch of broke down spaceships and and real pissed off. So so what and who else? So Doctor Strange, did you mark down Doctor Strange? Yeah, Strange is marked. This one probably caught everybody in the heartstrings. This one is probably the most emotional. Fading. Everybody else kind of faded. And they were all confused about what was going on. They were like, "Oh my God, what's going?" On? They kind of faded. Spider-Man. Spider-Man's gone. Fades. And it's really emotional because Tony's like his surrogate father, essentially. He's like a father figure to Spider-Man, and Spider-Man is like a son to him. He kind of sees it because he sees himself, I think, in Peter Parker a lot. He sees a genius he's a young, kid. He's a young kid. But not even just that. He's also a genius. He's smart. He created like he created his own web shooters. Tony was impressed by that. He's he has a future and he thinks he could be like him when he grows up, you know, like an intelligent fucking billionaire, whatever. And there's this moment where Peter Parker's like, Mr. Stark, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel so good. Yeah. And you realize, Oh my God, they're doing it. And he collapses in Tony's arms and Tony's holding him and he claps on the ground. This part. Now this next line, I found, I read something. It was it, um, Tom Holland ad libbed this line. Really? Yes. Do, do it then. It, he said, "Oh, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing exactly how it yeah. went." But he goes, "He goes, I don't want to go." 
And he was like crying, sobbing. <laughs> yeah, he was in tears. And I don't. Tony, wa- I don't want to go. And Tony's holding him on the while he's laying on the ground mm-hmm. as he's fading, and he's just looking into his eyes. And he can't oh. say anything. What can he say? Oh. He can't say anything. He can't say it's going to be okay. He can't say anything because he knows what's fucking going on. And the tears. You can see the emotion in Tony's eyes. The tears that want to well up. Like and the rest of these superheroes. The rest of the Avengers, if you will. They're tough. They're superheroes. When they start to go, they're just, they just they know what they're getting into. They take it. They know what they're getting into. Peter is a young kid who's barely even begun to live. He's scared. He doesn't want to die. He's like 16, 17 years old. Like that gotcha. Everybody else was tough about it. They just looked, you know, faded away, but not Peter. Fuck. What was the, what was the, um, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. The, 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 Do- the one of the people that played one of the doctors, probably the best doctor, um, he played Purple Man and Jessica Jones. Doctor Who, I'm talking about. English actor. David Tennant? David Tennant, that's, that's what I'm talking about. about? Yes, that's what I'm talking oh. about, David Tennant. There was, I, I've seen all these memes on Facebook that compare Peter Parker's death to David Tennant's death as a doctor. Because he says kind of the same thing. There, it's David Tennant was one of the best doctors in all the entire Doctor Who series. I think so. And he had this emotional, this emotional ending to him where he's saying goodbye to all the people he's known and everything like that as a doctor. And he's in the time, he's in, he's in his time machine. He's in the, uh, TARDIS. TARDIS. And he's, he's, has his, just, he's almost in tears as he's regenerating. And he looks off into the camera. He looks off at this. He's like, I'm not ready to go. I don't want to go. And he has that kind of same moment that Peter Parker has where he's like, I'm young. I, or I'm young as myself right now. I'm not ready to die. Kind of. Like I, I've got so much more I can do, and that's kind of I've seen memes like that, and it's 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 true. Like it's kind of the same feeling you get when you see that. Yeah. So it's on Titan. It's Tony Stark. It's uh, uh, what's her fucking name? I can never remember Nebula. Her name. Nebula. Is there anybody else left on Titan? With no, them? it's just those two, right? It's Iron Man and Nebula. <laughs> okay, that's it. Okay, that's um, it. There's this really really cool scene at the end where Thanos has this dream vision or whatever it is of a young Gamora, child Gamora. And he's walking up to her and she's under this like pavilion or whatever. And the child turns around and looks at him and is like, did you accomplish what you wanted? And Thanos says, yes, I did. And she looks at him and said, but was it worth it? And he doesn't answer her. He doesn't answer anything. And he kind of wakes up and he's kind of like in his hut. He's on this hut in this like forest on this planet or whatever. Watching the sunrise or sunset? Sunset. He's watching the sunset. And he's, there's a satisfactory look, but he's also sad because he does. He, he recognizes he that what he did was genocide. He recognizes what he did was horrible, but he also is happy because it's something he felt he had to do. And that's when it cuts away. That's when Infinity War ends. With this emotional scene with fucking Thanos. Okay, I don't know if we missed anybody, but according to our list of, of the superheroes, the, the Avengers, who have died, we've got Heimdall. He wasn't an Avenger. We can't count Loki, him. Loki. He wasn't an Avenger. We can't count him. Gamora. So one. Vision. Two. The Winter Soldier. Three. Falcon. Four. Star-Lord. Five. Drax. Six. Mantis. Seven. Groot. Eight. Black Panther. Nine. Scarlet Witch. Ten. Doctor Strange. Eleven. Spider-Man. Twelve. Twelve Avengers die in this movie. They're not the only ones that die in this movie, though. 
Okay, two other people die. It's an end credit scene. If you, I, I feel like you should. St- it's not a big end credit scene, but I feel like you should kind of stay for the end credits. Uh, you see two other people what? die. Okay, this has been ten years. We still saw people walking out before the end credits scene. Right, I know. I looked at that. And there, there was a lot of people that stayed, but there were people that left. And I'm looking around. I'm like, what, what the fuck? What are you people doing? Like, it's been, it's been a decade. They should know better. Yeah. But we see two people die. We see Nick Fury and his partner in crime. The, uh, she, fuck, what, 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 I don't, I don't even remember. She played in this other show. Oh, she played in How I Met Your Mother. She's, uh, the, uh, brunette that played in How I Met Your Mother. Right. Um, they both fade away. But there's this really cool moment <coughs> where she fades away first. And Nick Fury f- knows something's going on. And he pulls out this little, fucking pager thing or whatever, whatever the fuck it's like it is. like a two-way? Yeah. Remember he, two ways? Yeah, I remember two ways. He pulls out this fucking two- Nick Fury two- still uses a two-way. Yeah, he pulls out this fucking two-way and he hits a button on there and all of a sudden he starts to fade away and he's like, he does, he has this moment he's like, basically if he was uh, in Pulp Fiction, but like, oh fucking shit. And then he fades away and he drops the two-way and you pans down and what symbol do you see on the two-way? Captain Marvel. Captain fucking Marvel. We see her symbol on the two-way. But let's get it straight, because it's Samuel motherfucking Jackson. As he's disappearing, he goes, Oh, mother! <laughs> and yeah. it's gone right before it. Yeah. <laughs> Which was great. Yeah. But you see the two-way fall to the ground because Nick Fury disappears and the logo of Captain Marvel, which we know <laughs> is the next MCO, MCU yeah. movie coming out. Yeah. So... That is our extended diagno- diagnosis review of Avengers Infinity War. What I I I didn't realize what they were going to do with this. I assumed they were going to do Avengers Infinity War and they were going to do a couple side ones, you know, like Ant-Man, they were going to do, you know, Captain Marvel movies, but they were going to I assumed that they they were going to really push out Infinity War 2. Real early. I assumed it was going to be like Avengers and then next year be like Avengers Infinity War Part 2 or whatever. I, th- I assumed that's what they were working on their big thing. They're not doing... Infinity War 2 is not going to come out... Or Avengers... The next Avengers is going to come out to like 2019, 2020, something like that. Like it's going to be a couple years and I'm like... <coughs> Disney just acquired... Disney just made two of the best fucking Marvel movies... Spider-Man Homecoming and Black Panther. Everybody's going to be wanting a sequel to those movies, seeing the future of those movies, and they fucking killed those characters off. They had Real to quick. pay they had to pay so much money to Sony to get the rights to Spider-Man. They paid a ridiculous amount of money for one standalone Spider-Man movie, a Spider-Man Homecoming. Sure he was in Civil War a little bit. Sure he was in Infinity War a little bit. A lot. As much as any other yes, Avenger. as much as everybody I mean, else, so a lot. But, but I feel like, yes, they paid so much money to get the rights of Spider-Man. Spider-Man needs a second standalone movie. Not just Homecoming. He needs another one of Spider-Man something. I mean, look, we all know he's going to get it. Thank you for hitting me in the leg with that. Sorry. It shot off right into my leg. We all know he's going to get a second standalone movie. We all know Black... Well, no, we all know most of these characters Black are not going to die. Black Panther made so much money. <laughs> so much money. They have to do another Black Panther movie. It, like any comic book trope, we all know most of these characters are going to come back. Maybe not all of them, but what, most what of them are. What are the three things? Resurrection, time travel, and alternate timelines slash alternate dimensions. 
Those are the three things that comic books uses constantly. They're going to utilize one of those three things to bring these people back. They have to. Yeah. They're going to get the time stone and do the whole back to back to point A. I don't know. Maybe. I don't. I don't know. I. I mean, I hope they don't like. I don't know. I. I, I don't know what they're gonna do. It. It's. It's the MCU. All these movies are really good that's come out so far. I mean, Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be coming out. I don't know what they're going to do with that because I don't know how much involved that's going to... I feel like... <coughs> I feel we like had that... no Ant-Man and we had no Hawkeye in this yes. movie. I feel like if they're... Because Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be coming out soon. I feel like... I don't know Every single Marvel movie is going to have... From now on, has to, until the next Avengers, has to address what happened in Infinity War because... Like, if you saw the trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, it looks like... A generic fucking Marvel movie. It looks like, you know, Ant-Man's, you know, in his house, you know, under, you know, house arrest or whatever kind of bullshit with his family. And, you know, the Wasp and her dad are dealing with, you know, their own personal bullshit. We're on the run because of you. And like, I remember, we're on, we're on. We, Forget we, the fact that half the planet just disappeared. Yeah, fuck that shit. And fuck. they turned to sand. At that point, I'm like, fuck your problems. Did you not? We got fucking cremated people all over the fucking planet. What are you talking about? Like, I, I don't know. Scott, how, it's time to break your house arrest. Thanos just fuck vaporized half the war after everything. Yeah. Get your suit on and get shit done. <clears throat> yeah. Like and it seems like it's going to be like a comic-y crime movie or super like weird movie kind of thing that's going on. I'm like, from this point on, how can we do... I feel like, how can we... How can we have fun with this? Yes! Like, we just lost 18 of our friends we've had for the last 10 and years. Half the and the universe is go, dead. Oh, we're going to run around and like make things big and small and big and small. Fuck you! They're all dead! Like, like I don't care about your problems! <laughs> like, oh my god, you, you're, you're sad because, you know, you haven't been a great dad. Fucking half the universe is dead, okay? There's other people that got more important problems you than you. You kids are dadless now, thanks to Thanos? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, I'm not gonna worry about your stupid little brat. Like yeah, like every like Marvel movies have had this trope where it's like they're real actiony and serious, but they got like really funny comments and they you know they're they're pretty funny. You can laugh at them. I feel like until the next Avengers, I can't laugh at a Marvel movie. Laugh. Like they're gonna do, they're gonna come out with Captain Marvel before the next Avengers movie. Like what's that gonna be like? So I'm okay with Captain Marvel, and here's why. I'm not okay with this Ant-Man and the Wasp. Just unless, unless time-wise, it takes place before the events of Infinity Wars. If they do that, it's whatever. Maybe they'll explain why he's not at the Infinity War. Maybe they'll go into more depth of that. But as far as introducing Captain Marvel, and if they introduce anybody, this is a great time for Disney and the MCU to introduce new superheroes. Yeah, half of them are gone. Half of them are gone. We're left with the big five, the original ones. Um. Black Widow, Black Widow, Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor. Um, Thor. Yeah, we're left with the big ones, basically. Hawkeye, the, I'm sure, somewhere out there. They didn't show Hawkeye or Ant-Man. They didn't show Princess Suri. They didn't show Korg. They didn't show a lot of the people. If they didn't show them, we're just going to assume they're still okay. Yeah, we have to. I mean, we have to. They didn't show Wong. Like, we imagine they're still out there somewhere. But let's introduce Captain Marvel. Let's bring the fucking X-Men in. This is the perfect... The door is open. I know. Don't give me that look. Don't give me a look, you son of a bitch. Don't. The door is don't. open. They need all the help they can get. He's He's got the Infinity Stones, motherfucker. Let's bring the... If we're going to bring the X-Men in through some fucking magic portal or whatever for, to another dimension, let's do it after the Infinity War is done. We need them for the war. No, we don't. We need, we need everybody. We need... 
I want man thing. Give me man thing. You know they're gonna Give do? me the no, no, Fantastic that's what Four. I was, I was about to bring that up. That this is the perfect time to bring the Fantastic Four in. That's yes. what that's what the time is. It's time to do that. Let's do it. We need everybody because yeah, like that. That's the perfect time to bring. They they do need more superheroes. Like they're gonna have. They all dead. They gotta take on Thanos again. Like they, they need g- all the help they can get. Yes. So. Here's one thing that I wish they would have done. You know how sometimes there's a second after credits. Yeah. This one only had one. This would have been the perfect second after credit. And I had read somewhere that this was a possibility that they still may do. Okay, imagine this. Everything's over. Everything's done. Flashback to Wakanda. There's some dead alien bodies and dead Wakandans. And you're looking over the battlefield and you go into the woods. And the camera pans into the woods and you see the lifeless dead body of Vision. Laying there on the ground, gray looking, you know, laying yeah. there. And the hole in his head where the infinity stone was, a big gaping hole, all of a sudden starts sparking. Here, sparks go flying out of it. And his eye glows red. And you hear Ultron, there are no strings on me. <laughs> that would have been so fucking cool. Wouldn't that have been cool? That would have been cool. Because here's the thing I feel like Ultron. <laughs> I feel like Ultron was, he was a good villain, but he was kind of done a disservice. I feel like he, like, from what I've read about, he was much more of a badass in the great, comics. Great in the comics. Not that great. I didn't really care for Age of Ultron, and I was disappointed. I liked in, it somewhat, yes. I was disappointed in Ultron himself. He had so much potential, and I'd like to see him come back. He comes back like 29 times in the comics. He's never gone because he's always out in cyberspace. They should you know? have fucking done that. That would have been so. That would have been, been amazing. Cool? That would have been so here. fucking amazing. Here, <laughs> they should have done that. That would have been amazing because then they could have another villain where it's like now Cat, all the Avengers on Earth are trying to figure out like how are we going to get to Thanos and then all of a sudden when they're trying to figure that out Ultron comes back and like <laughs> we got to deal with this shit now? What, what are you talking Not about? Not just Ultron. Ultron envisions body. With- yeah. <laughs> that would have been so cool. Maybe they'll still do it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll see. Because you know they did that, the cartoon does that. It does. Okay. I don't know. It it not not in that way because it's not as morbid. But when the Infinity War ends, Ultron's like involved with it, and you don't know it's undercut. I don't want to spoil that, but yeah. uh, the the Avengers cartoon on Disney is amazing. I've showed you clips of it before. It's yeah, really I, good. I would like to watch it. I don't have, like, cable or anything. So. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's not. I don't think it's on Hulu yeah. or Netflix. But it's really good. It's on Disney XD, The Avengers. It's it's fun. It's a fun show. I really like it. So We've hey. gone on way over time. I know. Way over time. So but we... Two parts? No? I could I could divvy it up, I yeah. guess. But I think I'll just keep it in one part. Fuck it. Who cares? It's a special episode. You know, it's it's a unique, it's a it's a niche episode, I guess you could say. We're talking about basically niche. one thing, so I guess we can keep it at one episode. It'd be like an hour and a half. We apologize like, for going long, but we needed yeah. to. It, it's the Infinity War. We had no choice. Um, Scott, if the people want to let us know how wrong we are about our opinion of the Infinity War, or if they want to give us their fan theories, you know, maybe we'll bring up your fan theory on the next episode or the next couple episodes. How can they get a hold of us? Uh, there's several different ways you guys can get a hold of us. You can shoot us an email uh, for your distraction at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on social media. We are on Facebook. You can search for For Your Distraction on Facebook and like our page on there. I post stuff there all the time. I post uh, movie trailers, new upcoming movies, 
I post links to other great podcasts. Uh, all of our newest shows go on there. So definitely check us out on Facebook. Um, you can find us on Twitter. Again, you can search for For Your Distraction on Twitter. Follow us on there. You can tweet us at podcast FYD. There's a couple different ways you can listen to the show. We are on iTunes. Search for For Your Distraction on iTunes, and you can subscribe to us on there. Uh, don't forget to you know, write a review or rate us on iTunes. The, the, better, the more you do that, we get out there to other people. Um, you can listen to us on SoundCloud. Search for For Your Distraction on SoundCloud, and you can find our shows on there. We post all the newest shows on there. Um, we are a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. You can find the Be Real Podcast Network on the Podbean app. You can search for the Movie Guys podcast on there. They're, they're our sister show, and they're kind of the official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network. There's all kinds of great shows on there, not just ours, but th- that's, that's a fine way to get a hold of us. Yeah, I'm sure. I haven't checked their feed recently, but I'm sure they've done their Infinity War. I, I, I did, yeah. They, they've they been posting a lot of stuff, so. Yeah. Adam. Scott. It's going to be a long time before we see our Avenger friends I'm again. S- I mean, it's, I, it's not going to be a long time for me, because I'm definitely going to go see this movie again, so. But. It just. I'm so drained at this point. Like, the, the tank is empty. I'm, I'm ready to be filled back up with new stuff. I said to you when we were walking out of the theater. It felt like I was leaving a funeral. Yeah. I haven't felt that way leaving theaters since Han Solo took a lightsaber through the chest. Spoiler! <laughs>